Earn your computer science post-bac degree online from Oregon State University eCampus with flexible academic plans to help you balance your studies with work and life. A post-bac allows you to use your existing bachelor's degree in any field and take only computer science courses to earn a second bachelor's degree online. The best part, you don't need any previous computer science training to enroll. Learn more and take the next step at ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash rebound. 45 minutes on air power starts now. <laughs> I have bad news about air power, you guys. <laughs> Do you think we could stretch to the whole show or is that, <laughs> no, is that a little thin? I don't think so. There's not there's not enough there there. <laughs> there's not enough air. There's there. literally nothing there. <laughs> uh, there's no I mean, product. There, there was something at some point. It sounds like they got pretty much up to the point of like mass production and then just had to decide whether they were pulling the trigger on it or not and decided Right. Nope. They just wanted to decide how many people they were gonna line on fire. Yep. Yep. Man, I'm glad they didn't. Is... I mean I'm glad they didn't light anybody on fire. Sure, that's a, that's the smart. I think we'd all agree that's the smart decision. I think I, I think at the end at the end of the day they did the right thing. But that said, this journey should not spend, have been taken. <laughs> yeah, they did spend eighteen months convincing us that they were going to ship a wireless charging pad, which they've now decided. I mean, I. Well, how much did they talk about it since it, the gradually announcement? less and less was the thing? Like it was on the website, and then they just started quietly like removing it. But then it was on the boxes and yeah. stuff last yeah. week, which right, is, right, right, right. I mean, right. that that's yeah. last minute, right? Like if they are not shipping it at that point, that is, it's very unApple like. I think is what it comes down to, right? Like usually it seems like they have their shit together a little better. True, that's I, for sure. I cannot think yeah. of the last time, if ever, that this happened that they pulled something. You know that they had announced, and then not a hard, not a hardware product, not a hardware product. Yeah. Well, I mean the the only other two the only other two examples that I can think of are the G five going to three gigahertz, which is not exactly Did they announce their... that they just said they were going to. Yeah, it? yeah. Okay. Steve Jobs got up there and said we're going to be twelve, we're going to be at three gigahertz in twelve months. Okay. And they were not, <laughs> and never were. <laughs> that that product died eventually. Yeah. yeah. Um and. And then the other thing, of course, was open sourcing FaceTime. Ah, right, right. The yeah, which it just turned out yeah. conveniently they couldn't do. Yeah, patents, right, patents. So that was announced and did not happen. Hmm. Yeah. So it's not you know it's not like entirely without precedent, but it's I think it's it's a little bit worse in that this was like a more because I mean the the G five thing wasn't completely up to them. Right. The thing that surprises me is only that they seemingly didn't know until very late when like the writing was, was <laughs> yes. kind of on the wall and uh, on the box they were not right <laughs> they put the writing on the box like you can buy airpods today that talk about how they're compatible with air power with a picture of air power or a drawing of air power or something and i think it's far less embarrassing if you know sooner <laughs> well yeah, that's the question yeah. it's like there is some there was a clearly a failure in there like someone was convinced they could either convinced they could do it someone was either incompetent or lying somewhere in that chain <laughs> yeah it seems because i guess they bought this company like shortly before the announcement right which was like a sneak peek hmm. and i think it was i i think it was based on this technology this company that they bought they, they thought like okay we bought this company now we can do this thing and and phil schiller said um 
no one else can do this, but our engineers can figure this out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like, uh, that didn't, that, no, actually they can't, they couldn't. Well, and um, the other part of it is like, it seems as though perhaps there were a sub par or like lesser version of the product that they probably could have made at some point if they decided they wanted to dial back on what their promises were. But that's kind of the other problem, mm-hmm. is having promised, here are the features that this will deliver, it was a lot harder for them to walk back and say, uh, it's actually going to be a little more restricted in terms of what it can do. Because like some of what they right. promised was like you could put your phone down in any orientation, just slap it down, it'll work. And yeah. I think that that was a big part you of what... Your, you can put your watch in the same place you put your phone, or you can put your... Yeah, I mean, yeah. and the yeah. watch isn't even isn't even chi right yeah right i think that apple's overall issue was that they wanted their version of this to be and i don't know super much about the technical side but there are multiple devices that can do this that can charge multiple things at once and i think that apple just wanted theirs to be a little bit more free form than reality and science dictated possible yeah they well they wanted it to be easy but they wanted thermal technology certainly they wanted it to be like your, your it, it just works right and the answer yeah. was it didn't just work unfortunately right right so they could not they could not get there i did order a studio neat charger because i had wanted some sort of wireless charging for my nightstand and so we'll see how that goes i got it you know people spoke highly of it and i like those guys they're they're smart fellas so i'm gonna give that a shot see how that works out yeah, I still don't have any <laughs> charges this way personally, and you never will. So, so I'm good. Yeah, I guess I'm there's a question there. Really, didn't really need it. Interesting. The other interesting part of that is they spent so much time putting wireless charging technology in a bunch of other devices that they don't sell their own charger, which isn't the end of the world. But at the same time, you know, they had like a complete story to tell. Like, here are our devices that will charge wirelessly, and here is our wireless charger. And now it's like they have half a story. Yeah. But that said, I do think wireless charging is still, I think there is a lot of potential there, uh, just in terms of like rolling it out in other places. Like there's a lot of things now where people don't want to plug in, you know, for example, you've got your, your iPhone, you don't want to necessarily plug it into, say, for example, a strange USB port when you're at the airport or what have you. Um, and even I've read in some places with smartphones being, you know, like even just plugging in like ac adapters not so much for iphones but like there have been talk of like wacky things that people do with uh compromising smartphones via power cables etc and so it would seem like the wireless charging would potentially obviate a lot of that and it is convenient and it doesn't require cables that you carry around etc like so you know starbucks had put the chargers in a bunch of their tables in various stores but for a long time it required like a like a stupid dongle that you had to connect which invariably got broken or stolen whereas in this case, it's just like, oh, you just slap it down on your table and it charges your phone. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Apple does promote a few wireless charging devices on its website. And it sells some in the uh, stores, too. Right. From Belkin and from Mophie. There's one that's only at Apple, the Belkin Boost Up Special Edition wireless charging pad, which is $10 more than the regular oh. Belkin Boost Up wireless charging pad. And that's pad. what makes it special? I think the thing that makes it special is that it's space gray. Ooh. Where the other one is Sold. white. Yeah. I guess the uh, that our speculation has come to an end. <laughs> Do we have a speculation has come to an end sound? Uh, I could ring a bell. 
You want a bell? Think, all right, John will just ring a bell for us. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Not like that other show where we have a big Foley budget. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. Open and close the door. <laughs> the door that actually happens to be behind me. Oh, God. People don't want to see how the movies are made. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was kind of, I weirdly enough, I won't want to say it overshadowed the news last week, but since we covered the Apple event uh on the day it happened that was really the only other major apple news to well if it, if they had actually released something from that event then i think that might have been <laughs> might have been a little different sure and i still i mean personally speaking i you know i have my airpods too and i'm very ha- excited and happy to have them so that's the thing that i'm that's <laughs> personally all, that's most excited about. about i understand that's pretty much all i care about right yeah i, n- I now have battery life again <laughs> I'm very very important you. when yep. uh, when using headphones, uh, and um, they do seem to. They, do you notice anything else? Yes, I do. They do seem to connect faster, and I no longer seem to have a problem connecting. I used to have a problem connecting to my MacBook, but I no longer seem to have a problem connecting to my MacBook. Like the for some reason, the MacBook would often not see the AirPods, the AirPod ones. Um, it was the device that I used them with the least often and then the other thing is uh um the hey siri i did it didn't i <laughs> sorry everybody Mad man. but um that seems to work quite well and i've actually started using i mean you know siri is still siri but the process of doing that uh <laughs> seems so whenever you want to trigger a question that won't get answered <laughs> quiet you the <laughs> boy that took a long time that was my phone though Thanks um a lot. it's also it's also not connected to the wi-fi right now you know but in terms of like you know starting and stopping music and stuff like that it's it's really nice to have and i've actually started to rely on it a little bit more than i used to because i didn't like double tapping for some reason yeah yeah, sure. yeah so and this it. is a lot this is a lot more convenient and you know if i'm and i often wear them when i'm i'm usually wearing them when i'm by myself anyway so it's fine to use Ohoy Hoy in those circumstances. I wish I could find a pair of lightweight Bluetooth headphones that I liked better. I've been through a, a few different versions, and I just haven't found any that I want to wear for like my everyday wear headphones. We talked about this after we finished recording last week, but there's a rumor that they're going to have new Beats headphones yes. based off the new chip uh sometime this month yeah which the power beats i want to say yeah i think you're right yeah there was some uh there was a leak i think uh on the like of of, leaks by dre i think it was called yes (laughs) that's right uh but the problem with those like like with the ones that i bought a while back are that they are you know essentially rubber rubber tipped earbuds yeah and i just i can't i find them i find them uncomfortable and i find them I hate the sound, like when I'm walking, of like just what is, the what is it you need, Dan? <laughs> no, I have like so I have my pair of Cost Porter Pro headphones, which I like. They're Bluetooth. They're like you know good old fashioned sort of you know 1980s Walkman style headphones, just like over the ear. They don't have like a lot of sound blocking or anything, but that's fine. I just don't like the I don't like the way the cord is laid out on them, and I don't. I wish that there was a better system than Bluetooth for those. Like I wish it had some of that 
you know, Apple Mojo in terms of the being able to pair with multiple devices more easily and switch between devices because yeah. the traditional Bluetooth mostly sucks for that. <laughs> like, right. I, I went on a, I did a, um, a 5K last weekend and I used, uh, for the first time, okay. yeah, look at me, look at me. I ran five <laughs> kilometers. <laughs> Was somebody chasing you? Yes, or? a bear. Okay, uh, all right. It, I was like one second slower or something, maybe three three seconds slower than my time last year or something like that, which was pretty good. I felt like very consistent. I'm only slowly slowing down. Yeah, Anyways, right. You know, it's it's only going to get worse from here on. That's out fine. I'm just going to try to hold. <laughs> but for the first time, I, I went and did this run and thought, oh, I don't want to carry my phone. I'll just download a bunch of music to my watch and then just run with my playlist on the watch and some Bluetooth headphones. And it was fine. That worked great, actually. I was really, really pleased with that. And it, it definitely gave me that, like, I could see why the cellular watch would have its appeal in that kind of scenario. But yeah. the downside to it was, like, having to switch my headphones over to the watch was, it wasn't hard, but it's a pain. And it's dumb, because I have to, like, actively, like, disconnect yeah. from the phone. You have to disconnect pair, first, right? That's the thing. And then the yeah. problem is on the watch, they don't have yet the feature that they added to the phone a couple of years ago, which is like, they finally added to the phone and, and iOS devices, like the ability to disconnect a Bluetooth device without just forgetting the device entirely. But the watch does not have that still. You still have to, when I like turned on the headphones a couple of days later, it immediately paired with the watch. I had to go to the watch and be like, forget that these headphones ever existed, and then go and reconnect them on the phone. And it's like, why is this so cumbersome? Mm. So, yeah, I wish I wish more things had that sort of... And it's not even an exclusive to... There, there's better ways to do it with traditional Bluetooth. My Bose uh, noise-canceling ones that I take on the plane and stuff, like those can pair with two devices at the same time. And it works pretty well. But I assume it has like a second radio in it, probably. It's full of radios. Full of radios. <laughs> Radio it's going to catch everything. fire any minute. It's, <laughs> it's, it's got the problem with the charging. air power. Yeah. It's got the same problem the air power had. <laughs> they just haven't killed that many people with it yet. Sorry, right. it keeps my head warm though. Well, supposedly they're going to they're going to release some kind of noise canceling over the ear headphones at some point, right? I mean, that's I been can't trust anything before. anymore, John. True, I know. Yeah, right. That's been rumored before, just like a you know a mat that you can charge anything. <laughs> I think the downside to that for me is like that would be like a direct competitor with the Bose ones I already have. Like I'm looking for something that's like a daily wear, like not as fancy because I, I you know, I walk outside. I mean, the rain. They're going to be expensive, though. That's the thing, right? Like, they're <laughs> I mean, be they're expensive. all going to be expensive. I don't. I Yeah, I just don't want to pay another three hundred fifty dollars for a pair of headphones. Not ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love my Beats X. And when they die, I replace them with something new. Uh, what I really want is, I think I've told this story before and I can't, the, the embarrassing thing is I can't remember what the brand was, but there was a time when I wrote for Macworld, when I had to go to Grand Central Station. At the time, I didn't go to Manhattan every day. So this was a big freaking production for me. And I think it was Bose that had in-ear headphones, in-ear uh, earbuds that were noise canceling. Yeah. And they were insanely awesome. And I remember the way they did the demo was they were like, uh, you had a screen to watch. You were in a makeshift room they had made within uh, Grand Central. And they're like, you can hear the noise of Grand Central Station, putting your earphones, and now all you hear is the music. You're like, oh, cool. And then the screen is like, take off your headphones. And they were pumping in a tremendous amount of extra noise into that room that you didn't notice while you had the headphones on. And it was very cleverly done. I want Beats X to do that. I want Beats X with insane noise cancellation. That's the, yeah. that's the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm, well, I, you know, yeah. and I don't, but I don't want, you don't want that for everything. Yeah. 
Like I don't, I don't want insane noise canceling when I'm out for a walk. Yeah, no, that I agree with that. That's exactly. the same problem I yeah. kind of have with the rubber tip ones. Is I find that like I hear the sound of like my feet like hitting the pavement, or like yes, when yeah. you snooze or or snooze sneeze or snooze <laughs> when you snooze, it's no good when when you're sleeping. <laughs> I, All you hear is yourself. Song. I have a so I have this pair of like cheap ones that I bought and I like wear around the house sometimes when I'm doing dishes or whatever. And one time I was like, I'm listening to something and I was like doing dishes, like fine, or I finished and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna have like a cracker. I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> I like took a bite of cracker. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. It's, this is you terrible. know it's not the worst thing ever though, guys. <laughs> what? Legacy Box. Support for today's show comes from Legacy Box, the world's largest, most trusted digitizer of home movies and photos. I'm required to provide a personal endorsement, and I can't wait. I have literally twice in the past week had people ask me what to do about this sort of thing when you want to get old photos, videos, whatever digitized, and I have recommended Legacy Box with pleasure because they did it for me, and they did it for more too. Uh, but so I had years of old VHS tapes. Um, and then also tapes where I couldn't even, you know how they had two competing formats in the nineties or the eighties that were like VHS C and also high eight. And they looked a lot alike, but they were different. I had a couple of each lying around that was like Anya's baby naming. Uh, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't even know if I still have a device that can play this thing. Toss in the legacy box. You can fill up the whole box with as much old media as you want. And they convert it to new media. So save your family films and photos from degrading or being lost forever. All you have to do is send in your legacy box filled with old home movies and pictures. Then they'll professionally digitize your moments onto a thumb drive, digital download, or DVD. And they send all your original moments back along with the perfectly preserved digital copies. You'll get peace of mind and a great sense of accomplishment. Better yet, you will ensure your family's history is preserved forever. There's never been a better time to digitally preserve your memories. It doesn't say to pronounce it like that. That was my own stylistic choice. Visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. But don't, don't, don't do what I just said. For a limited time, they're offering you an exclusive discount because you listen to the rebound. So instead, go to LegacyBox.com slash rebound to get 40% off your first order. That's LegacyBox.com slash rebound. You'll save 40% today. Get started preserving your past. One more time, LegacyBox.com slash rebound. I like how you point out that they won't degrade the quality of your video, but we can't promise that your videos won't be degrading. Yeah, I knew you were thinking that. I, I could feel it. <laughs> you feel it in the air? <laughs> you live in the air tonight. I saw a uh, a post today. So as we record this, it is as we I think we can all agree the worst day of the year on the internet. Uh, <laughs> as we're recording, as you know, we're recording. it wasn't so bad. I I didn't. I mean, maybe people are just not retweeting stuff I like feel this. Like people check out more, but I don't think. Um, I I trying to even think of something that I saw. I saw a couple decent that ones. That was an April Fool's Day joke. Uh, I, I avoided most of it, but like there were a, fu- a couple funny things. REI had one about sending your pets on adventures and had really adorable pictures of animals. So I'm like, that's fine. Okay. I'll give you a pass on that. Think I'm sure. a contrarian's contrarian because I do not have problem with April Fool's jokes. I don't have a problem if they're good. <laughs> it's just that so many of them are so bad. I, uh, I did like the Google. There, If you went to Google Calendar, you could play essentially Space Invaders on your calendar, which was kind of fun. I did that. That's yeah. See, that's, that's nice. Clever. That's fine. It wasn't to trick anybody though, right? Oh, yeah, I played um, Snake in Google Maps. It was fun. Yeah. The um in the the well, Los Angeles Times, the New York posted article, a, a food review yeah. thing that was very that much was in good. the tone of the New York Times, <laughs> proclaiming that nobody nobody thinks of New York as a place to go to eat. <laughs> That was pretty good. <laughs> or a place for good restaurants or there something like that. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was like this this food desert, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> that was a funny article. No, no, I, I, yeah, I didn't read the article, but then, you know, I got the joke and I thought that was funny. I did see... I, I did not realize that that article was an April Fool's joke until you brought it yeah. up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's not, you know, it's it's the tone of, of it is the April Fool's joke. It's, I mean, I think, you know, the, the article itself is mostly straightforward, but in told in a tone that is like, oh yeah, well, no, fuck you. <laughs> uh, XKCD is doing uh, an emoji bracket where they basically are just doing they're literally they're doing a bracket of all the like i don't know if it's all the emojis a lot of emojis and they're like you can go vote on like the head-to-head matchups so that's which is that's cute. cute it's cute yeah sure right i did see a piece of actual news uh really uh that was released today uh cloudflare can we keep doing april fool's things first or no i thought i missed that window no you can do it we'll come back to it go ahead. circle back the only other thing that I saw that I appreciated, because it took me a solid 10 seconds of the 30-second video, was uh, Jackbox Games, which had previously announced one of the games coming in Jackbox Party Pack 6, coming later this fall, uh, announced another one today with a video starring Ryan DeGiorgi, and uh, it talked about, uh, it was like, um, I can't remember exactly what they called it, it was like Taking Care of Grandma. <laughs> was the topic of the game and they showed all the fun things you would do like helping grandma do stuff around the house and like that was the game and i was like i don't get what the mecha- oh <laughs> and i enjoyed that because it wasn't harmful it wasn't obnoxious it was very quick it felt on brand for jackbox games and i thoroughly enjoyed it so there you go yeah um but yeah. now tell us all about the thing you mentioned thanks the real thing uh cloudflare cloudflare yeah <laughs> Perhaps you've heard of them. This is not an ad read. Cloud flare. <laughs> deep cut. So previously they've had this uh they've offered their own like DNS setup, the one point one point one point one, uh, which supposedly is like, you know, res- faster resolution than some of the other stuff. Anyways, they're launching a free uh VPN, which is notable in that I think in general you know, there's a lot of questions about VPN services in terms of what information they intercept and whether they help mm-hmm. or hinder your privacy. But Cloudflare right. has a pretty good, um, pretty good rep when it comes to this kind of thing. And they also have a like they basically say they are you know they have a policy of not intercepting any data or or like not compromising your data anyway. And I don't know. I I I've heard good things about them in the past. So. This makes sense because I just paid for three years of a VPN service. So. <laughs> <laughs> which which what did you pay for? Which one? Uh, Nord. I got Nord. Okay, I haven't tried. Which was like the most you know the highest recommended. On I looked, checked several sites and it was the highest recommended, and they had a deal. So I got. I mean, I got it for. A, yeah, it was it was not a lot for it was like a hundred bucks for three years. Yeah, so. I've used I used to use oh, well, it used to be Cloak, and I think it's now Encrypt Me. Um, they changed their brand at one point. I used them for a little while. Uh, yeah, and they were pretty good. I remember that. I remember that one going around. These days, I don't use it that much, but I have my own that I set up on my Linode server, um, which has upsides and downsides. Upsides being I'm totally in control of my data. Downsides being I have to maintain a fucking VPN server. <laughs> Right, and I did see. So I used to have one on my on my Mac Mini server, which does still work right now. But like as of past High Sierra, I think as of Mojave, they got rid of a bunch of the Mac OS server features. Right. However, somebody sent me a link to a a you know third party app that lets you. It's still there. Apparently, there's just no front end for it in Mojave. So there's like a third party app that lets you enable it. Yeah, that seems like a lot of work. 
Yeah, um, I mean, it's handy if you want to get back into your home network while you're and, out of the and, house. But, but yeah. I mean, in, in that instance, though, it still goes through your... Uh, your ISP. Yeah. Your internet service provider. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... So if you're using Comcast or whatever, they're still, like, scraping everything that you... Yeah, I, I think that's the question, right? Because in a lot of these cases, your your information has to come out of the VPN somewhere. Right. Uh, so it's always just a question of trade-offs of, like... Who do you want to have access to that data? Yeah. Which is, I mean, and I think, I mean, it's some, a lot of these will use, I mean, they have multiple servers, so they're going, you're, you're anonymized in that regard, right? Because when you connect, you're often connecting, like with Nord, I can tell that I'm connecting from, because it'll tell you, it's like, you're connecting through like Tennessee or someplace. Right. And like, every time I connect, it's practically a different one. Right. Yeah. And I mean, if they're, if they're big enough networks, then they can do that. Yeah. So, yeah, anyways, uh, it sounds interesting. I'm going to check this out at some point just because I think it's a, uh, they're doing, an I, they've got iOS and Android versions now, and there are desktop versions coming at some point as well, apparently. So, I'll check this out. I'll report back. How do they, how do they um, so so what's their, their normal business? Cloudflare, I think, I want to say they're like uh, CDN, uh, content delivery, GDOS, mitigation, security, DNS. I didn't like, understand any of that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lex knows. I'm just wondering how they, how are they making money they're, if they're, they're a um, CDN? So they're a content. They're like Akamai. They're a company okay. that provides high speed pipes. That what I know. Yeah. Um. That like you know website performance and security features. Okay. So they're and they're again they are they've been around for a while. I think they are pretty um pretty reputable. Plus the VPN service is called Warp. John, you love anything related to Star Trek? Oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> problem solved <laughs> i'm not above being pandered to dan that's, i think we all know that that's right that's what i'm counting on <laughs> pandemonium um <laughs> i i walked by an apple store over the weekend and i did not go in and it felt to me like a momentous end of an era because for years once apple stores existed i always went into them every time i walked by and it just looked so crowded <laughs> And so full of people, and you can't even tell, depending on what color shirts they're wearing that day, you can't even tell necessarily who's staff and who's not. And I just felt like, I won't be able to look at the cool stuff I want to play with. And if I do, I'm going to get accosted by an employee who's like, can I help with anything? And I have to be like, no, I'm just trying out the new Apple Pencil that I'll never buy. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. There was a time when I always had to go in the Apple Store, and that's not me anymore. So I feel like I, we're, won't you? I still always go. In, I always go to that. I store. feel like we're chronicling the slow disillusionment of Lex. Oh, I still love <laughs> Apple. Listen, I, I just with the, with the premise 10, of this podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm I hear this. I hear man. this a lot about the Apple Store that people people complain about the Apple Nobody Store. Nobody goes all there the anymore because it's too busy. <laughs> it's too crowded. Yeah, and. The thing that I never understand is, I mean, I've seen people who have complained so much that they're saying that they're going to switch to, like, you know, the Google Pixel. And it's like, they they don't even have stores. <laughs> you can't even, you can't even go to a store to get your Pixel service. You have to, you could go to a third party store, in which case I'm pretty sure you're going to get crappier, a crappier experience than you're probably going to get in an Apple store. And, the, and then the other way is to, you have to mail it in. Yeah, so I've started. I just, I mean, I understand the frustration. I understand, like, and I see this with people. Like, I go into an Apple store, and a lot of times, I will see people walk into the front of the store, and who, and they have no idea what to do. Yeah, like they have a problem, and they do not know what to do. And several times, I've said, "You got to go talk to that guy over there." It will be interesting to see. So it's interesting. Well, I walked past when I was out in Seattle a couple weeks ago. I walked past one in the mall. You were in, in Seattle? I know. Oh. 
We should have yeah. had lunch. Oh, uh, yeah, we should have. <sighs> like Vietnamese. <laughs> we, I walked past the one in Bellevue right around the time it was opening in the day, and it was like, wow, this is like the least crowded I've seen an Apple store in years. Yeah. Uh, and you want to see a store that's really not crowded, you should have gone to a Microsoft, the Microsoft Ooh. store across the way. That's, oh, my Hey-o. God. There's one on the, uh, you know, I don't know, one minute away on foot in my mall, the Freehold Raceway Mall in Freehold, New Jersey. And it is hilarious how you will always see like two people. <laughs> it just kills me. I sometimes they have a demo unit like in the hall outside, uh, and uh, that's not really like in the generic mall area where you can like sometimes play Xbox games. And I often want to try, but I'm scared because I just have not used an Xbox controller in so long, and they're usually motion games because that's what demos better. And I'm terrified. There's usually a person or two there, but inside the store proper, one or two customers ever. Yeah, it just it kills right. me. It would be funny if the Apple Store employees just sort of like tacitly like took it over. We're just like, yeah. you know, we just need a little more space, guys. Is that is that cool? Are you guys using <laughs> that table? You yeah. You know what store? Um, you know, would never be crowded because you can do tons of shopping there online, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no lex I, we have one other piece of business dan and it's indochino the world's most exciting made to measure menswear company they make suits and shirts to your exact measurements for unparalleled fit and comfort any man in my opinion looks better in a made to measure suit i own two one of which i paid for and the other of which they gave me that came first and then i was like hey this is so great i'm gonna order a second one uh if you're getting married soon <clears throat> indochino has tons of options to outfit your wedding party you'll love the wide selection of high quality fabrics and colors plus the option to personalize details like your lapel lining pockets buttons and more you can visit a stylist at one of their not too crowded showrooms of course north america uh, you know they're patient they'll have time for you and you can have to take your measurements personally or you can measure at home yourself and shop online at indochino.com that's what i did choose your fabric your design customizations and submit your measurements with your choices then relax while your suit gets professionally tailored and mailed to you in just a couple of weeks like i said i own uh, two of these i love it I, I will tell you this not everybody gets complimented every time they put on a suit i include myself there not every time but I often get complimented when I put on a suit. People are like, man, that thing fits you perfectly. And I'm like, let me tell you about Indochino. And then they're like, do you do podcasts? And I'm like, yes. This week, our listeners can get any premium Indochino <laughs> suit for just $359 at Indochino.com. So long as they use the promo code REBOUND at checkout. That's 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com. Promo code REBOUND for any premium suit for just $359 and free shipping. Once you go custom... You don't go back. They considered once you go custom, off the rack is a bustum. But they went with once you go custom, you don't go back. Mm. They chose well. They made the right choice. Mm-hmm. I did remember number another April Fool's thing that was mildly amusing and just strange. Uh, there was a Nintendo one where they had a so Nintendo Direct is like when they do their new announcements. They essentially just post things on YouTube under the banner of Nintendo Direct. And so today they announced everything is coming to the Switch. And it basically started out with like a guy, you know, speaking in Japanese, explaining that all of these like Zelda games, like all the Zelda games were coming to the Switch. And he'd keep like snapping and like then they would cut over to like the Zelda game. And then it just got more and more surreal. Like, oh, we're bringing all these other games like, you know, Super Mario 64 and all these other things. And then it was just like, but that's not everything. And then it was just like all these made up things that got increasingly bizarre. And I think I saw Mike Pence's head in one. And just like it was it was super weird and a little uncomfortable, but also kind of hilarious at the same time. Anyways, go watch that. It's very weird. (laughs) All right. I will say I... I think that there is as much of a creative renaissance happening on the Nintendo Switch um, app store, whatever the hell it's called, as there is for games on iOS. 
uh you know i sometimes on the weekends if we got free time i'll browse the games that are on sale and i'm not looking for like hugely epic immersive experiences but for games they're a couple bucks and there's one that liam loves that i can't think what it's called right now which is helpful but it's about golf it's like a (laughs) uh it's basically like the crazy mode in super stickman golf only Mm -hmm. with a lot of other goofy bonuses and he just freaking loves it and his friends love it anybody can learn the controls in like two seconds and but i'm just i'm very impressed with all the things going on 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 that console i did just sign up for you know i sent you guys this link if you are a twitch prime owner uh subscriber whatever which is apparently free if you're an amazon prime subscriber you can get a year's (laughs) worth of nintendo online for free <laughs> yeah i'd heard about this i didn't like, i didn't get the twitch part but, uh, yeah. but it doesn't um, matter like the twitch thing is free because amazon owns right it. as long as you have yeah. a twitch account and you're an amazon prime subscriber but you, you have get to get the twitch account i saw your yeah. link about it and i put it on my calendar to do because the article was like it's a little complicated it's like i don't have time for this. yeah <laughs> it's, I got still a, have not done it. it's got a weird thing where it's like you sign up and it gives you three months and then then like two months you can go back and sign up for another nine months it's a little weird but i was like nah it's 10 minutes worth of work for a free year of <laughs> online Nintendo subscription. <laughs> I'm fine with it. It was an acceptable amount for me. Okay. But these, these whole, like, I mean, these, and Apple's doing it too now, right? With the TV stuff that they're doing. This, all this weird, like, you've got to go, you go through this, and oh, how do you get your CBS? Oh, I go through here, and I get, you know, I sign in here, and, and like, it's just, it's bananas. Yeah. I will make a disclosure. I still haven't watched the keynote. I don't typically watch them unless people say they were amazing, and people didn't say that about this one. They said it was boring. Uh, no, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, watch it until they start announcing the TV shows, maybe, but the, the, I mean, even then. Can I watch... Is, is the idea that I... I think the answer is yes. I think this is what we said, but I'll be able to watch Apple's original TV shows if I pay Apple money at some point. Even if I don't use an Apple TV, I'll be able to... They're going to yes. be like on the Roku or on the Fire Stick. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. will be using the the Apple TV app will be available as a app for other platforms. We do not know how much you'll have to pay though. True that. Yeah, that part was not that part was not announced. That's we should we should make our bets. I, I oh sure, yeah, yeah. Bit, but I I can't imagine three hundred and forty five dollars. <laughs> Famous last words. I can't imagine it's more than ten dollars, and I can't imagine it's less than eight. <laughs> yeah i mean ten dollars well, seems like the right be right that's right <laughs> seems like the right thing it seems yeah. that's where the market is eight to ten bucks seems right i i have to say yeah. I, I think that there's there is certainly a value to 9.99 as a price point yeah. you know i, I think there's but a news reason is 10 right news isn't even 10 no news is the same it's 9.99 yeah. news is 9.99 yeah, oh, it's yeah. 9.99 yeah. just like yeah. apple music 9.99 yeah. i i i gotta say i think i think also i'm gonna be interested to see because they made a big deal at the event of family sharing being a part of a lot, like a cornerstone of their services, I'm curious to see if they will eventually lower, basically roll family sharing into the 9.99 Apple Music plan. I would hope so, since I buy a family plan. <laughs> well, they're doing that, with, but that would make sense, they're right? Doing that I with mean, news though, right? It's it's ten that would bucks. be consistent. Exactly, that would be consistent with the rest of the lineup. Yeah. So yeah. I will say, I, I can't remember if we talked about this or not. I believe I'm going to become an Apple News subscriber, which blows my mind. And Apple so what, do you, what do you, why? And I will what explain is, what is wrong with you? Defend, defend your position. <laughs> yeah. So here's the deal. First of all, I like Entertainment Weekly. And yeah, I, I do like too. I do too. time. And I used to read Entertainment Weekly every week. And then eventually I stopped getting magazines. I did it on Next Issue and then Texture. Uh, and then I would stop each time. Um, and, but like, I do love it. And so that's one. But that's not worth $10 uh, a month. 
My daughter, Anya, loves magazines and reads three or four that we get subscriptions for her for each year that are $20 a year per magazine. All of them are in Apple News Plus. <laughs> uh, that was it. <laughs> that was the deciding factor. We pay 15 to 20 bucks a, uh, a year for some of Anya's magazines. And I think that if we can get all of those for her at that ten dollar month price point. Plus, she can discover other magazines. Plus, I've got a magazine or two I can read that that starts to feel right. worth it to me. Yeah, I think the question is like everything I've seen about the interface and the setup of it sounds annoying. <laughs> I think maybe that's just because like uh, a lot of what I it builds a lot off the existing news app. But I've seen people like, yeah, I signed up for it, and I just want to like go to the place where I can, you know, read the the, the three or four magazines I want to read, and there's no easy way to just do that. So I'm curious to know once you've actually have become a customer, Lex, what you find the experience like. Okay. What parts haven't you liked so far? I haven't used it. I'm just saying this is what I have heard from other people that it has been that the, <laughs> I'm literally just repeating what I just said, I think. <laughs> defend the defend your position against anonymous people on the internet they're an anonymous i mean there's people in slacks i'm in <laughs> well they're anonymous on this podcast oh sure i mean jimmy <laughs> and kate they have oh feelings. that guy yeah her god don't get me started on those two anyways i'm curious to know because i so i've never really spent that much time using the apple news app period because every time i think oh maybe i'll get into the apple news app i'm like i hate this interface i really don't mm-hmm. like the way that it's organized like the whole app so Adding the other yeah. magazines to that seems less appealing. Anyway, I'm curious to see what your exp- what your experience is. Is all I'm yeah, saying. So okay, well, so far I like the app. I do think they make it. Un- I think it's annoying, but it's not unreasonably annoying. <laughs> How's that? That's where I'm going to start. Fair. From. Okay. Fair. Uh, there is like some weird discoverable UI in the new News Plus stuff where you can tap and hold to remove certain things. It's, it's all it's all odd. But once I'm in the magazine, I can read the magazine. That's that's where man's at. Okay. All right. Well, are the ones that you ha- are interested in just PDFs at this point, or are they actual, like, the ones, the developed I know that ones? Federico told us how we could tell them apart. I really can't. Well, he listed them, didn't he? I mean, yeah. oh, you can't but tell I, them apart? Yeah. I, I, can, I, I mean, I didn't look very closely, but I, I think Entertainment Weekly, I think, is a PDF, but I really don't know. It I mean, fine. you should be able to tell because I think most PDFs are static, and the other ones that they're talking about are, like, dynamic elements that you really wouldn't get in a PDF. Yeah. Right. It's like a fancy web page rather than a PDF. Have you ever been on the web, Lex? Yeah, I was going to say, you've been on the internet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can tell the difference between a PDF and a dynamic web page. Pretty sure. Okay, fair. Um, but, but I mean, Glad but, we listen, settled that. It, you really have to think about that one for I'm, a minute. I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Yes, yes, I'm liking it. I think it's good. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I think they're all going to bundle this shit, and so I'm ready for that, too. All right. <laughs> I didn't cancel my Apple Music family subscription yet, so I currently have two music subscription services. And hey, me too. I really thought, I really thought that they were going to say, uh, "Hey, folks, um, now this works on the non-Amazon-made Echo devices at their event or after their event in a press release," and they didn't, and it still it, does not work. I don't think that's. Do you think that's them, or do you think that's the manufacturers of those devices? I don't understand how it could be. <laughs> I don't understand how it couldn't be. Like. If if it works on the Echo, I don't understand why Sonos, right? Like, I don't understand what Apple would have to do to let Sonos use it, but I don't know. I think maybe. they might literally have to give permission. Okay. I don't know. I would imagine they probably do. Well, it makes very little sense because Apple Music already works on the Sonos. There's just no voice control. So I wondered if it was something about the, L, the Echo skill on, the, on mm. those devices. 
it's not like the Sonus doesn't have access to, uh, to Apple Music. Right. So True. Throw that out there. So I don't know. <laughs> I, anyways, I don't think you're going to see a press, a press release from Apple about it, because I don't think they give a shit. That might be the press release. Apple doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, you're, it, it ain't a wireless charging pad is all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I don't know how Apple could have made the announcement less embarrassing. <laughs> Back they, to the charging they, they did it at Friday at 4 p.m. Uh, that's pretty much when you do it. But like, I almost I could see a world where they would announce it on stage. In a world, like I could see a world where they would have a little bit of fun with it. And I know they were taking that event very seriously. And they had a bunch of actors there, and it was they only wanted the good press coming out of it. So I get it. But like, if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a mea culpa, if you're gonna have egg on your face, I would rather lean into it because you know it's gonna get reported. You're fucking Apple. Um, so I could imagine they were like, we're so excited. <laughs> We would be so excited to announce this product for you today, but it's not happening. Never mind. Uh, I can think okay. of any number of fun things they could do. Remember the time they had a funeral for Mac OS 9? Yeah, I Could've remember it that. so vividly. You remember the time <laughs> Phil Schiller had to jump off something really high to demonstrate wireless internet? I bet you could have done something like set him on fire with an air power. <laughs> Actually, I would pay good money for that. Do you want this to be you? No, you don't. That's why we canceled the product. Uh, Phil in like a, like a stuntman suit being set on fire? Mm-hmm. That would be pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Probably some. There's probably some safety issues. You think? I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. What do I look like? An ocean inspector? <laughs> yes, actually. Now that you mention it. Oh, funny. <laughs> Guess when do picks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually have a pick. Do I have any picks? Uh, AirPod Two. Oh, no, fuck uh, you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, caller. Oh, I found a game that got recommended that I'm enjoying called Golf Peaks. Oh my god, that sounds good. I'm looking it up right now. Alright, it's basically a it's a puzzle game that's kind of golf-themed, where essentially you get, uh, you have these wacky little courses, and you get these cards, and each card is like a move. So it's like, oh, move your ball one space, or move your ball three space, or like chip your ball one space, and then it moves two space or something. And like, you have a finite number of those, and you have, essentially, you need to get the ball into the hole. Uh, and the courses are weird and wacky, and they get more challenging as it goes along, and they introduce different terrain types and stuff like that. So it's like a combination, mostly a puzzle game, um, but it has like Finite a like number a of puzzles, no, no endless. It is 108 puzzles. I have beaten, I think, uh, 70 or so of them. I bought it on your recommendation just now. I like it a lot. The early ones are easy. Like, you'll play for a little while being like, man, this is not challenging. And then you'll get to a point where you're like, this is very challenging. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. My my uh, Lauren likes puzzle games and waits to tell me about them until she's really really good at them so that I can feel bad about myself. So I'm going to try that. Marriage. <laughs> my pick. That's uh, how we make it podcast, work. <laughs> on the other podcast I did with John Moltz, I uh, have recommended the show Catastrophe on all of your devices. That's true. He did do that. I remember that. St- streaming on Amazon. It's excellent. Uh, you can watch all four seasons in like two days if you really put your mind to it because they're 20 minute episodes and there's six episodes a season. But it is fantastic. On the app side, <sighs> Apple News Plus is my recommendation. <laughs> um, I still am playing a ridiculous amount of Pocket Run Pool and Flip Flop Solitaire and Hold Down, <laughs> the games I've talked about on the show many times. Well, yeah, I got all the way, th- basically got all the way through Hold Down. Oh, no, I only and, play the endless mode in hold down, and I'm trying to beat yeah. the person who is one point ahead of me in the high school. Oh, you're so okay. Down. So you're playing it that way. Yeah. yeah. I am not, I haven't been, been doing that, but I do have a, yeah. I have a, maybe bo- I should. I have a bonus TV pick too. I don't remember if I talked about this before, but uh, the show Get Shorty 
mm. which is based very loosely on the Elmore Leonard novel of the same name, which inspired the John Travolta movie in the mid nineties, but is it's basically a different same premise, different set of characters. It is essentially about a small time mob enforcer who gets embroiled in making a movie in Hollywood. It is a dark comedy that is if you enjoy Hollywood satires where it's like the ridiculousness of Hollywood mixed with kind of colorful gangster characters, uh, a la something like Justified, uh, you might enjoy this show. The first season, it's got uh, Chris O'Dowd, the Irish actor and comedian who I think is probably best known for being in the IT crowd, um, and uh, Ray Romano. Uh, and it's pretty good, I have to say. I, I watched the first season, and then I signed up. It's on, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this service, Epics? Epics? Mm-hmm. Epics. Epics. It's on, it's, so they produced it. The first season is on Netflix right now. I went and signed up for a seven-day trial of Epix and and watched, I, yeah, I just decided to say it that way, uh, and binged the entire <laughs> second season in the seven-day trial, so. Well, I will tell you this. Other picks I have that are connected to your pick. <laughs> Joe. Ray Romano on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend was great, but I, every time he spoke, I was like, why is he doing a fake voice? Oh, right, that's his voice. Every time he would start to say, well, Conan, what I was thinking, I'm like, why is he? Oh, right, that's how he talks. <laughs> it killed me. Uh, also, um, I love, and it's not for everybody, but I love the Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix in the finals, or at least the third season just came out, and I have been forcing myself to take it slowly because when it's over, I'll be sad because I love it so much. It's Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. I really uh, love Timothy Olyphant, yeah. but I'm not. I couldn't. I don't know something about the it. The pilot not, is really. We couldn't hard. get in. The yeah. pilot is <laughs> yeah. really hard. There's a vomiting scene that's like the, the Family vom- Guy of vomiting scenes, where it just goes yeah. and goes and goes. Right. Yeah. yeah that's I, what uh, that 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 was what put the kibosh on it for. Uh, I have heard for, s- for my for my family. <laughs> I have heard similarly good reviews though, so it may be one of those things I get to one of these moments. I have no picks. Okay, John. Well, you did do your homework. <laughs> John goes to the punishment chamber. <laughs> Again? Yep. That's what happens. <laughs> when you just are like, oh, I don't know, AirPods. <laughs> AirPod 2. <laughs> Famous last words. That's my pick. A Nord VPN, which this, you have to pay for. This is when we throw him in without his AirPods, and then we close the door after him. No. <laughs> hey, guys, it's me, Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> Lex's pick was Ray Romano. <laughs> Everybody loves me. I mean, you know, so how much fine. worse is it? How much worse is it that I picked nothing? <laughs> I couldn't even get like a token pick from you. It's it's getting a little Barney from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, hold on. hey. Oh. Oh, I actually cannot tell which one you're doing right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I love Barney. 